Is that a haircut I see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was at the barber shop and it had been a while since I got a haircut. Um, probably like, I think it was pre Tiff that I get a haircut. Uh, and also that I hadn't shaved since then. So I was sort of going with like, a, we'll just see how long it grows and see like whatever happens. Um, and then it was January, January 11th, I think, that mm-hmm. I. Went to get a haircut and I walk in and the barbershop goes, oh my god. So it's like god, a full, a full four months. A full four months. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of growth and I got thick hair. Um, but he goes, oh my god, Junior. And I was like, oh no, already starting with like a sassy. Is this like, does he know who you are? Is this like a regular no, guy? I've no, never met this okay. guy in my life. <laughs> and I like, grab my ticket and I'm going to sit down and he's like in his barber chair and he goes, don't sit down, I'll get up. And he like stands up and I walk over. And he was like, so what do you want with the hair? And I was like, you know, short on this, blah, 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 giving him what I want. He's like, now what about the beard? I was like, oh, don't worry about that. I'll just do it when I get home. And he's like, what are you going to do that I can't? <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to charge you. My professionalism like, I, I mean, is at stake here. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I guess. I was like, just just trim, uh, you know, take it down a little bit. And then he, like, does all the haircut, gets everything done. And he's like, all right, what are we going to do about the eyebrows? And I was like, do not worry about my eyebrows. And he's like, give me the same He's like, come on, it's free. Like, what do you want? And I was like, I do not need you to cut my hair eyebrows. I was like, if I have an issue, I'll just handle it and I'll come back or something. And he was like, okay, it's your funeral. (laughs) This is like, it's yeah. This is like what happened to me last time I got my haircut. Was it last time? I don't know. One of the recent times I got my haircut. She's like, okay, you want me to do your eyebrows? And I was like, oh, no, thank you. And she's like, are you sure? It was like, yeah, I mean, made like, me think there was something wrong with my eyebrows. It was, well, he was like, I don't want to say this and have everyone think about it as a recording. But he was like, the left one's getting a little crazy. I was like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> they, look the, they look the same my whole life. And then I was at a bookstore the other day and a lady passed out. But, uh, you know, welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Catherine Weber, and I'm joined by... Andy Germuga. 2023 Cullen Ashley. Rhyme. Emilio Diaz. That doesn't rhyme. All right. 2023 Cullen Ashley. Um, three and actually, I think three does. is actually rhyme. It does. It definitely It doesn't does, scan. I don't have the same number like of syllables. We all understand that actually and three have a different number of syllables. <laughs> I feel like the I feel like there's like a different length to the sure. E. Sure, I guess as you well. could hit it harder. You could like, I'm not gonna torture. Yeah, to be by like actually three. Yeah, I guess I don't know if we should ever like go back to cold open topics, but I do get my haircut and my beard done and my eyebrows done every time I go to the barber. No question. I've I've never had anyone professionally trim my eyebrows no no one has ever said a thing about my eyebrows one time uh when i was a kid my dad got his haircut and they cut his eyebrows without asking him and he had really short eyebrows and we made fun of him for like a month (laughs) (laughs) colin's scared to get a sweat through the eyebrow like (laughs) (laughs) i was like don't trim it but if you just do one little slice (laughs) 
<laughs> Too small as All right. Well, it's 2023. We've had a little break, and we're gonna preview the year. We've That's got right. a, big year coming up. We've got a game. Yep, we got a game for this year. But first, uh, we've got a lot of news to catch up on. Mostly from the beginning of this year. Maybe some post Mangtacular 2020. Yeah. Two news as well. In fact, I, I think that's what we're starting with. We're starting with the uh, most exciting news item for me is that uh, Alex Ross Perry's back and he's making a pavement movie. So true. Uh, this was reported in the New Yorker. Of course, I think I'd been talking some of, with some of you like a couple months ago, and I was like, he's doing the. Uh, he did, the, he like was credited for the like museum pop up thing they did, and then he was uh doing that musical. And I was like, why doesn't he just make a movie? Why is he why did they hire him to make a museum and a musical? And then this article in the New Yorker came out, and that is both of these things seem to be part of a larger film project, He's, yeah. uh, which he described as. Uh, like if I'm not there and the Panda Baker Bob Dylan movie and Rolling Thunder review and the weird movie that Bob Dylan directed that no one has seen were all the same movie. Yeah. Uh, so I'm and also you about know, pavement. I'm not there. Great place to yes about pavement. Of course, who wonderful. I don't know anything about pavement, so that's about you know. I know um, the guy from Stephen Malcolmus and the Jicks is in it. Thank you for that, Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Stephen, Stephen Malcolmus and <laughs> Pavement. Uh, anyway, very exciting for some of us. Uh, you know, you would listen to Pavement and Andy and be just like, yep, that's what I thought Pavement was going to yeah, sound like. Yeah, they do like. sound like a band called Pavement, I'll say. Yeah. Have Andy you... would love carrot rope. Okay. Listen, if uh, we get enough people to donate, maybe I'll live listen to a pavement album. <laughs> no? Not exciting? Okay. I'll right. counter donate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to to pay for you not to do that. <laughs> anyway. Counter donating donating money or Jesse money? Catherine Weber? <laughs> The money goes right into my PayPal account. You're going to have a hard time okay, doing whoa, that. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa. You're giving everyone the keys to the city. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got some breaking news from today. So, uh, came to us, as we uh, record this five via, days before the episode yeah. comes out. <laughs> well, all right. Came to us via uh, our friend, J. Kim Murphy. Uh Albert Sarah is planning an English language film. Uh, we don't know anything more, but uh, of course, big uh, his first movie in Cannes competition last year, Pass of Fiction, uh, which Grasshopper is putting out on February 17th, so coming up soon. You know, limited run, but they've got, you know, you go to, they have more stuff planned than Grasshopper often does if you go to their website. Uh, and it doesn't look like they're necessarily making an effort to platform it. It's just whenever theaters want it, they can get it. Although uh, he is ne right now also working on a very in-depth uh, 
bullfighting documentary. So that sounds like it'll be the thing we see first. Though, like, even that, he was like, I'm shooting it for a very long time. I want to figure out what we're doing. And, uh, so, yeah. I'm just excited to see, like, what weird, gross, sweaty guy uh, mm-hmm. he casts in this new movie, in the English language movie. Sounds like Sean Penn. Uh, lots of great voice. options. Listen, Benoit Mejamel's performance in uh, Pacifiction is not un-Sean Penn-like. Benoit Mejamel also a two-time Cesar winner, so... Might be the most natural direction in which to go. Yeah, he melted all of his Cesars down and gave them to Zelensky. (laughs) (laughs) Smelt. Yeah, Yeah. excuse me. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. We do have... uh, A thing that I want to talk about quickly is that uh, uh, there was some controversy recently uh, due to TIFF announcing this new sponsorship with this group called Therme or Thermi, uh, which, you know, I want to highlight not because, like, it is remotely unusual for an arts organization to take a big donation from whatever shitty or, uh, company and yeah. promote them, uh, but it is, like, this is a group that is specifically trying to take a public park in Toronto and it sounds like what they want to do with it is basically make a great wolf lodge on it. So it is just like particularly disappointing that like Tiff has tried to be like, so like we're serving the community. And mm-hmm. I think there's been pushback in terms of how they've not been as good at doing that with the festival. Though I think they've in some ways done a really good job of doing that with more of the year round stuff. Like I know. I think anyone under 25 can get a free membership and just get free tickets to any of their rep screenings. So, like, they are still doing some good work in the community, but this is, like, uh, very strongly uh, counter to that. And I saw a lot of Toronto residents who have had a lot to do with TIFF uh, very disappointed by that. So I thought it was worth mentioning. Yeah. Uh, we've, of course, got new festivals coming up. We talked about Sundance before our break, but they did announce uh, a few new titles, uh, three of which were from A24. Uh, there's um, a documentary about Steph Curry that they did, uh, produced by Ryan Coogler, uh, a first-time feature called Earth Mama, uh, and then another first-time feature called Past Lies uh, from a director and playwright, uh, Celine Song, yes. who uh, I really like, or I, I like the one play of hers I've read. Uh, With John Majara, right? Uh, yes, John Majara is in it, uh, starring uh, Greta Lee and Teo Yu. Uh, and then the other other big one is uh, Florence Son, John Carney's new yes. film starring Eve Hewson and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Very no. strong energy on that one. <laughs> Not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. In a John Anyone. Carney musical, baby. Anyone but Joseph Gordon-Levitt in a John Carney movie. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> 
Hey, I did not know about that. Yeah. <laughs> How did you miss wow. that? We were joking about it all day, I feel like. And it's like set in Scotland, I think. And or Joseph oh, Gordon Levitt's in it. I think I, he so. probably plays an American, but maybe he's yeah, doing a Scottish. hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> you think that that would be yeah, better than him to hear. Joseph he was Gordon doing Levitt's a Scottish too. accent? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. John Carney's all good mu- movies for me so far, I think. So, you know, I think, I think this will be good. We'll see. And I'm not seeing yeah, it. It's not see. online, so I'm not seeing. Yeah, none of the, none of these movies uh, playing online. Uh, online ticket sales, of course, uh, happened and then ceased happening and then started happening again. Maybe we'll get more uh, into that as we uh, approach our Sunday. I, just, I mean, I'll just say, like, starting. It is very funny that they sold in-person tickets and online tickets at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Funny is an interesting for it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. philosophically it, funny. Let's say. Sure, yeah. <laughs> the cosmic humor. <laughs> God's laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also got a... What was described as a first wave of announcements, but just looks like a full lineup. Yeah, uh, seems like South a lot of Southwest. Movies, for sure. Yeah, I'm like, that just looks... There's, like, maybe they... I think they usually have a music documentary section, but I think they didn't announce that. But it is, like, most of the sections in which they, like, premiere movies that people will see uh, were announced. Uh, Of course, opening the festival last year had a big success with uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Possibly future Oscar winner. Uh, and of course, this year opening the festival will be uh, uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein's Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Sure, they made game night. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, I mean th- that is certainly in like the, the Stuber vein of movies that right. premiere at South by Southwest. Sure. I yeah, I feel like. The opening movie, they're usually like, let's get something that's got Some a little class, more right? something. Yeah, like an independent and then, film. Yeah. <laughs> or like, right. I feel, yeah. Something or that like wasn't Green like Night, a big studio temple that's been delayed a couple times. <laughs> like, Yeah. Us, us? And, then, and then they'll throw in the Dungeons and Dragons or Stubers as other headliners. Yeah. Uh, the other movies that are in that section, they've got the new Evil Dead thing. Yeah. Uh, they've got sure. the Eva Longoria movie about spicy the Cheetos creation of flaming yeah, hot right. Cheetos, and then the one that is actually exciting and that we also now have a name for for the first time is uh, Julio Torres's right. uh, film Problemista. Yes. Uh, yeah, that is him and Tilda Swinton. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, it's a fun still. Uh, Tilda Swinton playing an erratic art world outcast. Uh, Also starring Isabella Rossellini and the RZA. Yeah, this is also A24, right? uh, Yes, that's also A24. Uh... And then there is just like the rest of it. It's just like, yep, this all looks like South by Southwest stuff. Nothing, nothing else like particularly stood out to me. It is like sometimes in like narrative spotlight or somewhere. Yeah. It'll be like, uh, oh, Andrew Bujalski's here mm-hmm. or someone like that. 
Uh, you know, they've got the Jake Johnson directorial debut. Maybe that'll be interesting. Yeah, he's like he's part of worked with Swamber interesting crew. directors. And yeah, that's a fun cast. The premise is weird. Bobon's in um, it. There's, just a lot, there's a lot of weird people. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe we'll get some more stuff uh, announced from them. Uh, I was, and this will lead into the next thing, uh, and past guest CJ Prince had made the same uh, observation on Twitter that, like, A24 had a lot of success at South by Southwest last year. Obviously, everything everywhere all at once, but also X and Bodies, 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 and I feel like there was maybe even a fourth Marcel one. Marcel like, uh, Yeah, I was like, do they have run no, up that- Marcel Shell or... They did, yes. It was, I think it might have been the first time that Marcel Deschel played post Telluride. Yeah. So the, yeah, the re unveiling. Yeah. Of, yeah. Um, but they, it's so far, it is just the Julio Torres movie. And I feel like there were other things that, like, are in some cases, it's not necessarily clear. <laughs> How done they might be that seem like they might have good been good South by Southwest it's but the one that seems like it is probably done because it is coming out in April uh, and we also got a trailer for mm-hmm. it is of course Bo is Afraid Ari Aster's new film which like having that date of April I am like that makes would have made a lot of sense for that opening South yeah, by Southwest yeah but something that should be playing like Comic Con <laughs> Right, the trailer just like looks like the everything everywhere all at once trailer. I am sure. just like maybe they just rolled it back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we did get a trailer for that, and I was like, I will concede that it that trailer certainly looks like it could be fun. I also thought that about everything everywhere all at once, and then it was not. But I have much more hope for it than I did. That's great to hear. Uh, when it was announced. <clears throat> I'm Again, it's coming yeah. out on uh, April 21st, so uh, pre-screenings, presumably, April 20th. Uh, draw your own conclusions. Down to yeah. your local cinema, <laughs> and certainly draw, you can certainly draw conclusions about what my experience of Bose Afraid Midsommar will be. didn't play anything, right? That's right. No, it didn't. Which like that's there were the like thing previous, is, like, I there were like critic just... screenings early, like pretty early. I remember that were like yeah. buzzy. That sounds right. Yes, but it was. It did not play a festival, and I. It is like they could do that again, but it seems like both because that was more just like a horror movie, right. and this is looks like it contrary to initial reports is a horror movie but is like much wackier like it made more sense to be like we'll just throw this out in uh, July and be like it's a horror movie people just go see it as opposed to being like we're putting out this like weird uh, Ari Aster's Charlie Kaufman thing in April so like well next time we record we will have a Berlin lineup it certainly could be there is. And like I feel like there's been like rumblings of it maybe of him maybe trying for one of those European festivals since Cannes last year. So I would say probably I I would still guess Berlin at this point and like I would imagine it's big enough that South by Southwest 
would have still taken it even as a non-premiere and again it was the first wave of announcements so maybe that will still happen yeah. uh and in fact they may have been waiting for uh berlin sure. to make an announcement be, uh but yeah it would be funny they're like just kidding it's gonna be the opener now and not dungeons and dragons <laughs> like <laughs> we threw you off that would be that would be quite something uh Speaking of Berlin, yes. they've been kind of throwing stuff out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the we previously uh, competition about the lineup. President being Kristen Stewart. Yes, we talked about it. And, and we had some movie titles that we've talked about. Uh, but I remember we talked about either reality or winner. Right. One of they've got one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, they announced their opening film. Uh, which is She Came to Me, uh, Rebecca Miller's new film, uh, starring Peter Dinklage, as well as uh, Anne Hathaway, Marissa Tomei, Joanna Kulig, Brian Darcy James, and Chris Gethard. Uh, so fun cast on that one. Yeah. Shout out to the uh, Maggie Plan heads who saw Maggie's plan. I don't I gotta theaters. see Maggie's plan. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll fit Maggie's plan sure. in before that Berlin. That would be fun. Yeah, I um, saw it in theaters and was like, "This is fine." Uh, maybe I'd like it more upon rewatch. <laughs> Do we all know the Jonathan maybe. Rosenbaum letterbox review of Maggie's plan? No, of course I'm I sure do I've not. seen it. It's uh, <laughs> if Woody Allen knew how to m- make movies, it would look like this. <laughs> <laughs> Really, really good. really good. It's very potent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, but so yeah, we've got that. We'll have a full lineup from Berlin uh, on Monday. As you're hearing this, there may have even been more on the Monday in between when we're recording and uh, next week. But I think we will. Whatever episode comes out next week, part of it will be a discussion of the Berlin lineup. Um, and then, yeah, of course, we've got... There were some surprises stored within the previous segments, but we've got the surprise, yes. which is I'm just going to start uh, reading from this Screen Daily article. Always a good Ruben Osland to... Direct the audience at Göteborg Film Festival screening. Swedish filmmaker Ruben Oslin, in his role as honorary president of the Göteborg Film Festival, is planning a special audience participation event during the festival called This is Cinema! with an exclamation mark on January 28th at Cinema Draken. During a special screening of Triangle of Sadness... Osland will break the fourth wall by directing the film on the screen, but also directing the live audience in the cinema. Now, there's a very long quote that starts... The, the lead into the quote is, Osland explained, but I can tell you now that he does not at <laughs> does all not. explain what will be happening right. during this event. So I can read it or not. Don't read it, no. Um, all right, great. <laughs> is there more, or is that it? I mean, there's, there's. Is it like? Know, I mean, just, is it gonna, nothing more? Right. There's nothing more to give any hints as to it's, what this. It event sounds will to me like he's invented a sitcom taping where he's just gonna like have an applause sign or whatever, and like get the audience to like clap mm. or whatever, like at the right time. Maybe, maybe. But I fully really support this. This sounds very fun. Sure. 
There is, um, you know what, if you go, if you want to, for a little bit more context, at the very bottom of this article, Gothenburg Film Festival is known for past programming innovations, such as screenings inside coffins, pandemic one-person screenings at a remote lighthouse, and a gynecological chair viewing installation. So, this is now, this is the festival I feel like that we should go last to next. year. Oh. <laughs> no, I think it was last year, but maybe before the pandemic had like a big, uh, they, they were, they, they had like a big screening where they were going to hypnotize a bunch of people. Whoa. I feel like, so they, they, I am now remembering they are like the quirky, they're, they're doing stuff. Uh, they're, so random is, they're out there on the edge innovating. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so listen. Uh, Gothenburg, if you want to fly us out, we'll talk about your weird screenings. We could also develop one. Sure. We're, we're <laughs> available. Yep. Hireable. We, <laughs> I maybe can't say this, but we might collectively have the clout to get Gothenburg on the map. <laughs> <laughs> and we all do a sort of joint force right. push. We get them to book the Lita Dunham hologram, too, with us. Yeah. Like, all that, like... I feel like they would be into like the opposite where the audience is holograms. Sure. sure. Right. Well, what if it's all Lena Dunham holograms? Mm. <laughs> That's great. Great point. Uh, it's like it's like a weird are, like we got to stop giving these away for free. Yeah. It's like a I weird mean, VR thing truly. where yeah. like every audience member is like a different person, but like their avatar is just a Lena Dunham hologram. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> can I kick so a podcast at gmail.com? Go yeah. Maybe, listen, can I kick a film festival year three at Gothenburg? They do the collab. Well, it's coming up yeah. soon. Might, we might have to wait till next year. Yeah. But, but they, they can find us if they want to talk to us. We're happy to have that. Yeah, kind of absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and that's the end of this week's news. No more news. I don't know. I tried something out. Didn't work. Continue. <laughs> um, is it, it game time? It's game time. I think so. I would say, what time is it game time? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so this year we debated about whether or not to have a preview for the year. You know, yes, we've of course changed up we've the, changed the format every year. Every, right. every Talk year. Innovation. <laughs> Absolutely. Innovation and podcasting. But this yeah. year, we've decided that the format that this year's preview will take is a sort of newlywed game style game <laughs> where, based on different, we will go through different questions and two of us will be paired off for different questions. And we will have to anticipate what the other person's answer to those questions will be. And they will do so in response. Yes. We've, of course, already locked our answers yes. in to all of our these questions. In. 
we've all got either a, a screenshot or a photograph with a clock in it to prove mm-hmm. that the answers were. I don't have in. either of those things. I just have a document uh, well. that I promise not to alter. <laughs> is what I have. Yeah, unlike the rest of us, I think our audience trusts Andy. I was about um, to say there's an asterisk on Andy's score now at the end of this. <laughs> he refuses to screenshot. I do. I I, I do want to say quickly as far as the discussions of uh, what this uh, episode was going to be. There was a point at which we said, we've done lots of drafts. What about an auction draft? And so if you want to see us conduct an auction-style draft, let us know, and we'll make it happen. Yeah. But not today. Yeah, so we have six questions we will be cycling through. Those questions are... Well, do we want to say them all now or just say them as they come? Well, yeah. you know what? Let's say them as they come. I think, are we all yeah. ready to start? Yeah. We'll go through it. We I got six questions. Yeah. Each pairing is going to happen twice, right? We all, we're cycling around yeah. for yep. who we're like, mm-hmm. guessing for. Yep. Uh, I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun, and hopefully we'll have, be able to talk about a wide range of movies that are coming up this year <laughs> yeah. that you can get excited mm-hmm. for. I guess also <laughs> shout out to our, the film stage for building the list that we sure. usually work off of for this. Uh, we appreciate your hard work yes. um, looking mm-hmm. ahead at the year um, and collecting yes. it all in, in, in two places, two, two, a two part article. Yes. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think this is the format we will take. The person will. Guess what the other person mm-hmm. is going to say is what right. is their answer, and as part of that, you will give an explanation as to why you think that will be their answer. Right. N- nobody responds. The other per- uh, then the other person does the same, and unveils, then, and then yeah. there's right. a reveal. Well, right, and we all have physical things that we're going to be able to display both our guesses yes. and our uh, our our true answers on. Yes. Oh, I haven't written the guesses no, we'll down. Just say no, need to write down the guess. Yeah. Just, yeah. just what your answer is. Right the fun thing yeah. is when you both yeah. put it up at the same... Never mind. We, okay. Well, 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 sure, well, I guess. So. I would need to go get another sheet of paper. Especially because the visual is only for us. Yeah. So that's like, the whole uh, bit. Anyway. You, Andy, you can do both. You can do both. Right. Just make sure you say the guess also. I will. Of course I will. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I am nominally hosting it, so I will pass the first round on to a person who is not me. Sure. So the first question is, I think we're starting at the top with like, I think what is the most important question of any preview? Yeah. Yeah. What movie is X most excited to see? And the first thing will be Andy and Cullen. Andy will be guessing what Cullen's most excited to see. And Cullen will be guessing what Andy is most excited to see. I'm writing down. I've written down my my guess for Cullen. Is that Cullen is writing down his actual answer right now, right? Is what's happening? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Um, All right. Well, go ahead, Andy. Andy, you start. Yeah, Andy, you start with your reasoning. My, my my guess is, of course, the way of Wind, the Terrence Malick film. It's mm-hmm. been on our most anticipated list every year for the last three or four years. Uh, Cullen, Terrence Malick, mm-hmm. Cullen's one, of, maybe Cullen's number two guy at this point, number three somewhere in there. He's in. He's like a top. Uh, he's an all timer for Cullen. Uh, this movie, uh, I guess, 
it might give Cullen pause that it does star, star Mark Rylance as the devil, and Mark Rylance is a little bit on, on a little bit of thin ice with Cullen, although I believe he won him back with the Phantom of the Open. Um, but yeah, uh, Cullen, Cullen can't get enough of that crazy uh, swooping. Uh, so uh, the way of wind, my guess okay. for Cullen. Now, Cullen, what is your guess for Andy? Oh, my guess for Andy is Bo is Afraid. I feel like we talk about it a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, we pushed for uh, last year. Andy uh, loves Ari Aster, uh, sort of the only horror that he uh, finds palatable. And it's also got like... Gotta elevate that horror for it to be good. Sure. (laughs) Uh, Patty Lapone, Nathan Mm -hmm. Lane, all these people. Uh, And it looks like wacky, high concept, Mm -hmm. having fun in the trailer, playing Goodbye Stranger. We all know Andy loves Super Tramp. Uh, So I feel like Bo's Afraid (laughs) is like, in in terms of like excitement and, you know, sort of uh, Mm -hmm. just that that energy, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's got to be that for Andy. Bo's Afraid. Okay. Okay, so Colin, you can now reveal what you are most excited to see this <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon! No. <laughs> okay. Wow. Any pre- I mean, uh, yeah, it's 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 the new Marty, and I know for a fact it's going to come out, <laughs> so it's the one. <laughs> sure, that sure, that was a serious handicap the on the Malik. It's just like, it might be this year, it might be three years from now, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is and then Andy? Time for me to reveal? Yeah, I said, "Night bitch." What the fuck? The Mariel Heller, of course, <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I was gonna say Wicked, but then I found out that that comes out in no, 2024. A, a year from now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, they're just starting. Right, oh, for zero for zero. Both of us do not get a point. I mean, this is. Well, what, I mean, sure, but I mean that's not that surprising. There's literally hundreds of movies it could be. I would certainly so I would sure I would say Bo is Afraid <laughs> might be coming up for me later on in the game. So you know. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Did you want to explain spoiler, Night Bitch more? Yeah, Night Bitch. Uh, it's uh, it's based on a novel which I haven't read, but I've heard good things about. It stars Amy Adams. Uh, it's uh, coming straight to Hulu, but uh, it's the new Mariel Heller movie, and it's about like a housewife who turns into a dog, which sounds really fun and crazy. Uh, she hasn't done like a wacky movie yet, uh, really, which I'm so I'm excited to see her in that mode. And she just always gets something great out of her performers, I think, that really resonates with me. I've, yeah. I've, I've loved yeah. the movie so far, and I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I think we're all curious about the, my The way I remember hearing the premise of the movie is not that she turns into a dog, but that she thinks she's turning okay. into a dog. Sure. Which funny. Uh, lines up with the set photos. That yeah, taking. great. All right. Well, uh, now yeah, I think that's something we're all interested in. What we'll do, we'll flip it now, and uh, yeah, Jesse and Amelia are paired together, and the same question is posed to them. What is their most anticipated yeah. movie what of twenty twenty three? Movie? Are you most excited to see? Yeah, I mean, I can just say I didn't think about this especially hard because I think Amelia has been sort of down on new movies the last year mm-hmm. uh and Hayao Miyazaki I know is just like someone who like has made a bunch of movies that he loves so I'm just like I bet it's that yeah uh, how do, how you, do live? you live is the title of the film all right and now Emilio what do you think Jesse is most excited to see Jesse can be tough to pin down but there was also like a lot of different things we have sort of discussed 
this like pass here where I, I'm like, maybe it's that, maybe it's that. But I think I'm going to commit to May December, which is the new Todd Haynes movie starring Julianne Moore and uh, Natalie Portman as a, an actress and the woman playing her. And no, the woman she's playing? Some concept uh, like that. Julianne Moore is the actor is the per, is the real person who Natalie Portman, Portman is playing. They develop some sort of relationship. Yes. And I'm just like, I know Jesse likes Todd Haynes. Who wouldn't? And that seems good. Alright. So do you hold your sheet of paper up? Uh, yeah, let's do the reveal of <laughs> what is yours, Emilio? Let's see if this is... Wait. Magic Mike Last Dance. Magic Mike's Last wow. Dance. Okay. An, an opening I soon. Think about film. that. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Listen, that I'm just. Sense. It it is just like one of the like. There's no way it's bad. It's just like gonna hit. It's gonna do what it's gonna mm-hmm. do. I've had I've semi recently developed some like level of concern about it, but not that it's gonna be bad. Just that like. Mate, it is telling that the one I like a lot more than the other one is not the Soderbergh one, and I am wondering like what Soderbergh is gonna bring back into it now that he's back into it. If he's mm-hmm. gonna like get it, especially because it seems like a lot uh-huh. of the supporting cast that I liked in the XXL is not there anymore. But it's like there's gonna be a lot of dancing. Channing Tatum fully back now. Tama Hayek. I'm just excited for it. All right, and then Jesse, yep. what was yours? All right, let me get this folded up. Right. Okay. Janet Planet. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a list of like, uh, what is it? I had a list of six things written down that I was picking from, and this was kind of a game time decision. Yeah. The Todd Haynes movie was on that mm-hmm. list. The Ethan Cohen movie was on that list. Uh, the, the Alex Raspberry Payment movie was on the list, uh, and a couple of movies did, that may or may I'm not, not come up later. I did, so as I your answers, mention. I wrote like a list like that also. And then there's one movie bolded, and it was Janet Planet. And then Game Titan Decision, I moved away from it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I am just like. Annie Baker has not directed a movie before. It does sound like she maybe tried to several years ago. Uh, and I just, like, came across this movie. Uh, I mentioned it on a podcast that I came across it just being like, what's up with that play that she was going to direct that she had written? And there was no news on that, but there was news about uh, her, at the time, casting for this movie that shot last summer. Uh, we now know, thanks to uh, Film Stage doing even more reporting, that it stars Julianne Nicholson and Sophie Okonedo. And it is just like, she hasn't made a movie, but if I were saying who is the greatest living writer, just period, right. I, she would be very near the top of that list. You know, good theater, film writer, uh, novelist. I, and also, like, she clearly... Uh, just like reading stuff that she's written about film, she like clearly has. Sure, yeah. uh, she wrote the flick for God's sake. It's something sake, that like, she has like thought about yeah. a lot. Like, right? I mean, she wrote the flick, which is got movies. It set in a movie theater. Uh, you, you know, like you look at her uh, Criterion top ten, and it's all like these are both like great movies and also right. like 
movies that are like very formally specific. She wrote the Francis Ha uh, essay, right? Isn't that right? She yeah. did, yeah. That's a good uh-huh. essay. Is of course uh, Noah Bombach is her brother-in-law. Uh, married to Nico Bombach. Uh, she's in very briefly uh, while we're young, I think. Uh, so yeah, that is it. Edged out some other stuff. The, the Haynes movie was close. I am just he didn't write the script. I think it's it's either a blacklist script or that type of script, and I would imagine he did some work on it. But I am just like, I don't know. We'll see. I like he didn't write Carol either, though Phyllis Nodge is maybe sort of a stronger personality. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Right. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know. Still high on the list. So <laughs> our definitive four most anticipated <laughs> movies of the year are Killers mm-hmm. of the Flower Moon, Magic Mike's Last Dance, uh, Janet Planet, and then the one that Andy said <laughs> that I already forgot. Nightmare. <laughs> Night bitch, of course, of course. <laughs> I thought the bit you were doing was that you wouldn't say that word. I just, no, I forgot it. Uh, I was like, <laughs> I just, yeah, I did not remember. Um, yeah. Do we want to move on to the next question? Yeah, let's go to round two. We're switching up partners here. Yeah. Yep. Sort of like a square dance. Uh, this is, right. yeah, this is, of course, the actor we're most excited to see. And maybe I'll start here, because I had Andy for this one. And I did have uh, Amy Adams as one of my top options, just because, like, thinking about Andy, I'm like, I'm sure that that's one of his most anticipated movies. Um, And then I had some other thoughts. I mean, we taught you... I mean, now that you said that... uh, Bo is Afraid might be coming up later. I am very tempted to just say Patty Lapone, who is on my list of uh, potential guesses. Uh, and I know we also had a, talk, uh, a conversation about Andy maybe more holistically looking at yeah. uh, what an actor has coming up. Rather than a specific performance I, in a I film. Feel like, yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, I feel... Yes. So like I oh so we did change I mean, it. no 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 I I picked one at one yeah. performance from an Andy's actor although I was I approached it initially from the lens of like who has a okay. bunch of stuff that I'm excited for this year and I did okay I will say I okay, narrowed okay, it down okay. from that list that list that I had built okay that makes sense um so like yeah I I was definitely like from that perspective I would have been uh very apt towards saying Tilda Swinton, uh, who we talked about earlier, is in the Julio Torres movie. Yeah. Uh, also have has Wes Anderson and a couple yeah. other She's things, in The Killer and also the Joshua Oppenheimer musical, if that She's comes in The out. Killer, whoa, I forgot about that. Right, the Joshua Oppenheimer musical is on that film stage right. list. but it seems like I it's not I do not think that movie is... Co- yeah, like, she gave, she gave an interview where she was like, we're still talking about making it, we don't have any kind of timeline right, right yeah. now. And this, this was, like, last fall, yeah. uh, like, at Venice or something. Yeah. Um, but I am, and this is an actor who has another movie that might be out this year, might not, uh, but, and a director who, uh, there's plenty of options, but I do think that Andy is just too tempted by seeing what Tom Hanks will do in a Wes Anderson movie. Ah. Uh, so that is my guess. 
And then Andy, what's your guess for Jesse's? My guess for Jesse is to return to a movie that we've talked about already. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say Lily Gladstone in Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, who because I know uh, Jesse likes uh, Kelly Reichardt a lot and liked uh, Lily Gladstone in uh, Certain Women, and this is like seems to be a big breakout role for her. So that was my guess for 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 Jesse. Sure. And now I do want to do, okay. uh, Andy, what was your answer for what you're most excited yeah. for? It was not on Jesse's radar, I'm sure. It's not even in, like, one of the hundred. It's it's in one of the, like, other movies of interest coming out. Great. Um, uh, it is, of course, uh, Coleman Domingo in, oh, wrong, wrong. here we go. Yeah, Coleman Domingo in uh, <laughs> Rustin. Uh, the George C. Okay, Wolf I'm movie. I'm aware that that movie yeah, sure. exists. Yeah. It did not come to mind no. during this particular I'm a, I, I love Coleman Domingo. I'm a huge fan of him. It was so... Sure. I love seeing him on the Globes this week. Uh, he presented Steven Spielberg Best Director, and it really made me happy uh, because of their past history. But he's also... Uh, Coleman Domingo initially was on my list because he's, he's also... He, right, he's in Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, he was on my list initially because he's also in the Color Purple musical. He's playing Mr. in the Color Purple musical that's coming out this December. So I was like, that's going to be exciting to see both of them. But then, like, him having, like, the lead in, like, a big... It's like a big bo- Hollywood bio... It's a Netflix biopic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to have a problem... Surely they'll go for an awardsy run yeah. with it. And, yep. like, I... Coleman Domingo's getting his main. Yeah. And I... Uh. Like, I love Coleman Domingo, and I just want good things for him. So I'm just really happy that he's, like, the lead of a big prestige project right now. Um, so that's why I picked... And I settled on that one. I did have Tilda on my long list because of all the stuff she's in. Uh-huh. I was also, like, I'm kind of intrigued by what Chalamet's doing this year with Dune 2 and Wonka. Um, so he was, like, on my long list of, like, looking at things. But, um, but yeah, Coleman Domingo is where I settled. Everyone giving me the stink eye for, for being excited about Wonka in any way, shape, or form. I don't even know and that then... Wonka's gonna be bad, but it's just, like... What, what, that's just like a classic. What, I know what what that's just like classic. What's happening there? Like what what, yeah. what are we doing? All right. Uh, well, I am ready. Yeah. To what hold... is what is your answer, Jesse? Uh, Margaret, Margaret Qualley. In which movie? Yeah. In the I I didn't write down in the Ethan Cohen movie. Okay. Uh, is she is she in she, something? She's else? in the Lanthimoses. Lanthimos, right? Uh, she, she is in the Lanthimoses. Is she in one like of them? I thought she's not. I don't think she's she, in. Both I believe of she's them. in both. Yeah. It seems like she maybe has a bigger role in Anne, but she's in Poor Things too. Uh, yeah. Movies that may or may not come up later. Uh, but yeah, I am. As I said, I thought about Ethan. It is. If you look at the list that I have on Letterboxd, I do have uh, Untitled Ethan Cohen movie at the top of that list. Uh, and so I kind of wanted to have it represented. Uh, you know, that's a vaguely ordered list. Uh, and I never thought that I was just going to take the top movie from it. Uh, but yeah, I you know, there's some apprehension there. Because, like, I love the Cohen brothers, but it, neither of them have proven yet that they can make a movie as good as they made together on their own. Uh, Ethan Cohen even less so with his only a little documentary. Uh, directorial output so far being the Jerry Did you watch that? movie that uh, no, that no one has seen. Yeah. Uh, that premiered at Cannes, that supposedly A24 has, but that there's been no news right. about that It could that like movie. be on Showtime right Receiving now. Receiving no any would know. sort of... Like... <laughs> that's certainly possible. Uh, as far as I know, it has not had a U.S. premiere. Um, 
But anyway, uh, Margaret Qualley gave perhaps my favorite performance this year. Uh, very exciting actor on my favorite TV show ever. Sure. Uh, she's got Sanctuary also her, this and year. And now she's working with Ethan Cohen. Yeah, she's got Sanctuary. She's great in Sanctuary. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, right, yeah. Well, that wouldn't have counted because she's seen it already. I know. I just was. I was forgetting about Stars and Noon. Yeah. <laughs> um. yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, the other one, I actually maybe the reason I said uh, Tom Hanks for Andy is that I had Wes on the brain for a little bit because I the one who I'm like yeah. I'm very curious to see what that look what he looks like in a Wes Anderson movie is Benedict Cumberbatch for sure yeah I mean yeah I thought about the Anderson as certainly for actors but it's like it's so hard to yeah. tell like who has a significant role right, in a Wes that like is, it's yeah like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess Benedict Cumberbatch, the right. reason I made him Henry Sugar. Is he's, he's the one right. who we know he is Henry Sugar. <laughs> yeah. Um, He'll have a solid role in that. Because, yeah, I mean, like, Hong Chow, I'm like, that's great that she's in a Wes Anderson. She might right. be in it for. It's gonna, is it going to be like an Elizabeth size role from. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, who else? I mean, I also like. My kind of default answer for favorite actor working is probably Adam Driver, but I'm like. Not. Uh, Ferrari's not, like, the most excited thing that I am to see from him, and also Megalopolis, I think, is I probably not I feel like we should get to me and, was... me and Colin before we... <laughs> okay. Continue. Yeah, we're spoiling all the okay. Okay. answers. <laughs> all right. Well, you, all right. you go we first. We can do right. honorable mentions at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good call. Great. For Colin, like, all of them, it, 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 my process, I think, for answering every question is just, like, looking at all the lists and then struggling for a while and then just being like, just pick something you'll think <laughs> might be just obvious and you're glossing through. I don't know who this for Colin, but I'm just going to say it. Bradley Cooper Maestro. And then uh, <laughs> for my pick for Emilio, it's funny that it came up because I also was like, what is something that Emilio would be excited to see something new? And I said Tom Hanks in Asteroid City. Wow. <laughs> wow. I was like, you know, sturdy oak of American acting. Yeah. Plus Emilio's hot off a of loving French dispatch. And uh, I feel like yeah, it would be just, you know, e- e- easy sort of layup. Yeah. For it to be Hanks and Asteroid City. I feel like it's just one that a lot of people are excited for. And sure. I count Emilio among those people. <laughs> sure. And what what is your real answer, Emilio? It, it Killian is Murphy Killian Murphy and Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Sure. Uh, yeah. Finally getting um, invited to lead Apple. Yeah, he's the lead. Yeah. I've always loved him in the other Nolan movies. I think he's a great actor generally, and uh, I think it's great that he gets to be like the lead of a, like a big three-hour movie. That he finally gets to be the center of a thing. Yeah, that is. Very I cool, mean, I, I guess it, it's like both probably just like Nolan getting to do whatever he wants, and pr- like the weird thing of maybe uh, Peaky Blinders has made him a big <laughs> enough star to where he can be the lead of a movie now. <laughs> Peaky Blinders. But yeah. uh, I'm happy to see yeah. it. I mean, a lot of performances I'm excited to see in that movie. But that one I'm yes, excited, yeah, that one excited is to see. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Colin. Um, well, this is gonna seem like a little bit of an asshole answer, maybe. But I was like looking at movies, looking at things, and I was like, I forgot that this person is in this movie, and seeing them work with this director is maybe the thing I'm most excited for. And I said. Shailene Woodley and Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
feel like that is. I'm so excited to see what happens there. Here's my question. That would be what nothing. is what what is your what is your favorite Shailene Woodley performance? But this is the my uh, her internet presence. The fact that she was right. anti vax <sighs> eating dirt and right to on, on the David month, Letterman so. show or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> just that it is a weird celebrity working with a guy who takes weird celebrities and gets great performances out of them, uh, and he's completing the Fault in the Stars duology. <laughs> sure. Mm. That went great for him last time. Tokyo Vice, I didn't finish it, but what I saw, I liked. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a comment on the show. That is a comment on me not being able to watch TV. Damn, I think that perform. I think that movie is gonna be great. I think that performance will be normal. It could be great though. Sure. Um. Certainly the performance in that movie that I'm the third most interested in. Sure. Alright. Do we want to do honorable mentions for this one or save that for the end? I feel like I've covered everyone who I thought about. Where are the people you're excited for, Colin? I sort of like, apart from what my answer is, I sort of like, (laughs) everything just escaped my brain. Yeah, I didn't really make a list ever. I just came up with my one good answer. Um, You know, mentioning (laughs) Oppenheimer, seeing that IMAX trailer, I feel like what Damon's doing there and what Robert Downey Jr. is doing there, I'm very excited for. Um, you know, like everyone said, a lot of the uh, the Wes Anderson ones. Um, it's it's funny that he's like locked in with Rupert Friend and he's going French Dispatch, Astro City, and Henry Degrees in all three. So I'm excited to see what he does there. But yeah, there's I mean, obviously there's like Fraser and Flower Moon. Plemons, like a lot of the big names you expect. And then some that I'll save for later <laughs> that I don't want to spoil. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Other, do you want to move on? Other performances? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, you know what? I, that, I'm excited for the performances in that Ethan Cohen movie. I hope that movie's good. Sure. Yeah. I hope that movie's fun. Yeah. Yeah. The other Geraldine actors in that are, uh, yeah. yeah, Geraldine Viswanathan and uh, Beanie Feldstein. Sure. Yeah. Do we want to move on to uh, the movie that we're most dreading watching this year? Yeah. Now, the way it was written was the movie we're most dreading the release of. Yeah. Sure. Because I'm like, I know all of you. We're all like very much like, if something doesn't seem like we'd like it, we're just not going to watch it. I think Colin is maybe yeah. the one that is the least like, he'll just watch something that he thinks might be bad out of all of the four of us. I feel like I, I feel do like that sometimes. I Andy know, mostly yeah. is like, I'll see every single thing that comes out. I guess, but there Except are... Except for the things that we are excited yeah, about sure. that he Andy thinks will, will be Andy will be, like, bad. very hard line about something. I think like in a way one that, or two a year. Uh, yeah. in, in a way that you are not, um, I guess. Is right. I, yeah, right. I guess I'm... Well, I'm, yeah, I'll see more, like... In a way that I'm um, not so showboaty about, maybe. Yeah. And I specifically like, wrote Dreaded because it's like... There are chances these movies might be good. Sure. There are chances that it might be good and like the discourse is bad. There are chances that right. it might be good and you're just like worried that... about like if it comes yeah. out and it might not be good. Sure. Just there's like... a lot that can factor yeah, into I've the dread. I had a hard time with my guess for this one, I will say. I Should, had hard... uh, <laughs> do you want to start? So it's me and Jesse this time as the pair. Okay. Yeah. And, um, uh, do you want to start? Yeah, I'm very what, curious what, with you what said. I said for you. Yeah. I feel like there's a chance 
this is a tough one because I know you hate the movie. And obviously, like, there's a lot of bullshit movies that are going to come out, like Angry Birds 5 or whatever the hell. Like, trash (laughs) movie that is not going to even affect Jesse's radar. This is something that people she knows will be talking about. And there is going to be something of a maybe I watch it before anyone else does if I can. Get ahead of the discourse. Just get it over with. And I'm going to say uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Wow. Wow. Jesse, what is your guess for That's Cullen? an interesting answer. Uh, for Cullen, I was just like, I know there are like directors that Cullen really doesn't like, and I feel like most of them don't really have a movie this year. We've talked about the Lanthimos movies and I feel like we both agree that Poor Things is going to be bad, but then I know you think that Anne's going to be even worse, which I think is going to be the comeback, so I didn't say either of those. I am just like, we watch Men together and that movie sucks, but I feel like Civil War is just not going to register as a movie. And so I did feel like I had to go with a movie that I'm not even especially clear has shot, uh, but... Uh, the Trashers, the new Cooper Wraith film oh, with David Harbour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Cooper Hoffman and Olivia oh, DeJong. No, so, based on that reaction, clearly Cullen didn't know this no, movie. Yeah, did not. Sorry. Maybe it's My his new face. answer. <laughs> I don't really have a poker uh, face. Um. I guess I can hold up. Yeah, what, what was My... your answer for your least or most dreaded? Uh, here it is. Okay. I really... I may be... I may have to explain this one. I kind of... I have to explain mine also. Raven the Hunter? Oh, no! How dare you! (laughs) You fucking assholes! Chandler is going to direct James Bond and Aaron Taylor Johnson is going to beat James Bond. God, that'd be such a dream. Uh, but yeah, I do like, I don't like either Venom movie, but uh, I'm dreading out of like what would you, what would you I think won't like it enough. I haven't seen Morbius. What? Why, I, why would I watch Morbius? <laughs> it's Morbius. We all watch Morbius. And it, no, we didn't. You Did you watch it, Emilio? No. Yeah, so Andy is the only one here who watched Morbius, and now he's pouting. I'm going to watch Morbius. Yeah, exactly right. I cannot believe we both picked Crave of the Hunter. Yeah, there's obviously a lot of honorable mentions here that we'll get into. Some of them will be gotten into later. 
I think, yeah. So, uh, Amelia, what is your guess for Andy's most dreaded? Okay, so this is sort of the easiest one. Yeah, for sure. it's like, Andy, a person who often feels left out of many a thing, and uh, one of those things is uh, M. Night Shyamalan reclamation. So I'm going to say mm. knock at the cabin. Oh, that is interesting. And you, that's one that you'll have to see because Blank Check is covering sure. it. Yes. Um, and then Andy, uh, then what everybody, is your guess everybody for will like knock at the cabin, and Andy will be like, "Uh." I mean, he has co-writers yeah. on this one, so I'm optimistic. We'll see. Um, <laughs> so uh, rude. I it's just I can identify the specific thing that bugs me about them. I'm sorry, Cullen. I don't sure. know what to tell you. Um, uh, I had a hard time with this for Emilio, just because Emilio is just generally out on movies, as aforementioned. So I'm like. What is he most specifically un- like gonna be annoyed by this year? So I really took a shot in the dark and was like, maybe the holdovers, the Alexander Payne movie. I was like, <laughs> I don't know, really know how Amelia feels about Alexander Payne, but like there will probably be annoying discourse around this when it comes out. Like it's there will be a whole lot of stuff. Like Alexander Payne had those reports about him and which has sort of gone unaddressed. And I guess the movie got good buzz when it screened outside of the Toronto Film Festival, but in Tor- at, at the same... Like, there was, like, talk yes. that they might try to push it up for last award season or something. I don't know. It seemed like it had a high potential for maybe something that would annoy Emilio. But I was really struggling on this one. Uh, so, Andy, um, yeah. you reveal yours? Yes. What was your answer? Uh, my answer was uh, Ferrari. Uh, a wrong, say, right sure. path, the right line of thinking, just wrong conclusion. The entire like film stages top ten, I was like, these are, could all be Andy's answers. I was right. like, the way of the wind could be Andy's answer. The killers of the flower moon could be Andy's answer. Ferrari could right. be Andy's answer. Knock at the cabin. Yeah, I, I settled. I sort of settled on knock at the cabin because that's the person who seems to annoy you the most. But I could also Ferrari was certainly number two. Sure. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, like, I also like. I've dealt with, like, an M. Night Shyamalan, like, hype cycle before. I have not, like, really been present for a mm. Michael Mann hype cycle I mean, live. It's, it's going to be hotter than ever now that he's, right. like, fully accepted. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm like, boy, these people are just going to not shut up about this movie for forever. Like, I feel like M. Night, you can, like, ride it out after a couple of weeks, and then, like, people, like, will be like, I really liked it at, like, the end of the year, but, like, it's not, it doesn't get overwhelming. And also, I feel like I generally have the general public's opinion on my side, but um, but yeah, this one—it's like people aren't just aren't going to see it, and then everyone else is going to. Who knows if the distributor so exists and it will come out? That's true, right? Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll. Yeah, yeah, boy. Anyway, not uh, excited mine, for Ferrari. Mine is. And what is Emilio's? Any oh. chance of the Dial of Destiny? Ooh. So I really like Indiana Jones, and I yeah. really like, basically really like all four of those movies to a varying degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Steven Spielberg's action director for all of them. Mm-hmm. Now, I sort of uh, like... And you love Ford v. Ferrari. <laughs> I like Ford v. Ferrari. I like the Wolverine. So I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm completely yeah. out on, I right. forget his name at the time. Mangold. Ta- yeah, Ma- James Mangold. James Mangold <laughs> as a director. Ta- yeah, this is the problem. But... I have, like, my feeling is just going to be, like, this is going to be, like, a sort of sad 7 out, like, 6 out of 10 movie, and I'm just going to feel, like, sort of bummed that they bothered to make this. Like, 
instead of just like try either not doing anything or trying to make like a proper send off of like Spielberg and the whole thing. And instead right. they just committed yeah. to just like making it like another one of the like endless barrage of Disney plus Disney things that they just like never end and will always put out. So that is why I yeah. am dreading it. There is like like I said at the beginning, there is a chance that it's like an eight out of ten, and I think it's a pretty good movie. I'm not, right. I'm certainly not writing that out, but I, yeah, am very much dreading its release. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, I yeah, I also love Indiana Jones. Like Raiders is my favorite movie. I like all. I basically like all the movies. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I go back and forth uh, similarly of like. This either could be fine or I could be a disappointment or whatever, but like... Uh, yeah, I briefly considered saying Harrison Ford for which actor you might be most excited sure. to see, but I felt like That's it might funny. be a little late on yeah, that yeah. one. And the Yellowstone spinoff. <laughs> right. 1923. <laughs> uh, and also his uh, Jason with, uh on Apple TV+. Plus. Well, that one we're all excited for. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's having a very prolific year, Harrison. <laughs> Yeah, so the way that the questions are sort of set up, it kind of goes serpentine style. So we would repeat the same right. pairing, or do we want to switch it up a bit? And uh, I'm fine either way. I'm just uh, do we just want to move to the next one? Yeah, let's do. Yeah, let's go. We'll go bottom up again one. for like like it was sort of originally posed to us. So this is uh, what film the is movie most that excited to discuss. With? We're most excited to talk about with the rest okay. of us. And these are the same pairings as last round. Yes. Um, so Andy and Amelia, you guys should uh, let us lead us off. Okay. So this is Amelia's guess for what movie Andy is most excited to specifically talk with yeah, us this is about. A real, it's a fun this question. This second I think. set of questions. Well, also like the second set of questions are all in relation to the podcast, so it's just like the metagaming just became very yeah. strange. Of, yeah. like, I don't think anyone's going to get any of these, for sure. Like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Probably that not. That is fair. To me, this one was sort of easy in that I was like, yeah. one of the main things that got us to like talking and becoming friends yeah. and like was uh, reading Annie Baker plays. So I was like uh, yeah. going full circle and talking about Janet Planet. It feels like a natural, just like, yeah, that feels like mm -hmm. a good thing to come back to when we're all just like go back to Eddie Baker. So that was like, and then Andy, that's a great Jack Yeah, Planet. what is your guess for Amelia? My guess for Amelia was I was like, I feel like we've had some fun talking about like the the anticipation of this movie previously, and that's uh, Sean Durkin's The Iron Claw. Because Emilio, Emilio loves wrestling. He loves to talk about wrestling. We've, we've, I've watched some wrestling, or I've been adjacent to Emilio watching wrestling a few times, and he does like talking about that sort of thing. Uh, you know, Sean Durkin's an interesting filmmaker. Zac Efron's an interesting actor to talk about. So that was, I thought, Jeremy Allen White. Right, that would be a fun one for for Emilio to to discuss with us. I thought, I felt like. All right, and then what was your answer, Andy? Yes, my answer was uh, Maestro, uh, Bradley Cooper's Maestro, sure. just because. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't address it with the performance. Right. Um, yeah, I think like it's gonna be you know a big Bradley Cooper movie. It's a uh, uh, Netflix release. It's got uh, Leonard Bernstein music all over the place. Like yeah, uh, I, I think that's gonna be gonna be a I fun. I certainly forgot where we landed on this on our last episode yeah but like if there were ever another mank tackler and another mank right maestro is coming down the pipe <laughs> yeah. sure. I, mean, I am i i guess so i'm not like 
opposed to Maestro, but I'm also not really excited for it. Emilio, your actual answer? Uh, This is in vain because I think this is one of our better episodes, and I was just like talking about this person, but I said Priscilla, the Sophia Coppola movie. Yeah, yeah. I've sort of like been realizing she's one of my faves. She's one of the best. I really like her approach to filmmaking. And I think that's like a classic good story for her to do. I, my backup for the Bradley Cooper answer for Colin was going to be, uh, Alordi? Alordi as Elvis. I did think about it. <laughs> Just funny. in terms of like, what's this going to be? Uh, you know, I think it's going to be like a little from a distance, you know, it's going to be, uh, more from yeah. Priscilla's perspective, Priscilla's but I think that's like a classic going to be good. I'm excited for that. Yeah. All right, Jesse, what do you think <laughs> I'm you most excited first. to talk about? You oh, me? go first. Okay, so following a similar path that Emilio did and uh, that Andy did with guessing, uh, or sorry, that Emilio did as well with guessing what you're most excited to see, I said Janet Planet. Mm. Uh, I feel like, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you outlined already why you like uh, Baker so much, and I feel like any excuse for you to wax you know, Annie Baker. Yeah. Meaning talking about mm-hmm. her. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you even have to go there? Uh, I did not mean for that to be heard that way. Um, but any excuse, you know, for you to talk about it, yeah. uh, I feel like you would take. <clears throat> All right. I'm struggling here because I some signals got crossed and I did not think I was guessing on Kellen for this oh. one. Uh, I, so I am off the dome. I am going to say I, I'll just go obvious and say maybe it's the killer. We'll see what's up with that one. Sure. Uh, the David Fincher. David Fincher. Now I've got to Fresh off our second main paper. We're all eager to Uh huh. Exactly. Well, we'll see how fresh we are by the time it comes out. But so, should uh, I answer first, or should Jesse answer first? I think Jesse. I should hold my thing up first, yeah. I believe. Uh, and it says passages. Yeah. Listen, we've been talking about doing Iris Sax forever. Now he's going to have a new movie, and we got to do it. Sax month. Coming in 2023. Yep. <laughs> hey, there, I'm into it. There's not a, um, there's not we'll a finally, I'll see Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, he's got like eight movies. It's two a week. We could absolutely do a Sax month. Anyway, <laughs> we got to stop having this argument. Oh, on and like, obviously, Janet Planet was a great call. And if I right. had not picked it for which yeah, movie yes. I'm most excited for, then I probably would have picked it yes. for this because I am um, also very excited to talk about that yeah. movie. And almost yeah. an adjacent pick of passages. For my answer, I said the red sky. Oh. I feel like you know, similar to Emilio's logic for Priscilla, uh, who's directing our conversation the on the pencil. It's the pencil movie, um, which I feel like that uh, his movies inspire great discussion. Uh, case in point, our episode, and uh, I'm just excited to see the new one. Paula Beer's back. It's a yeah. romance set in a cabin during a forest fire. Sure. Um, just excited to see what he does next. Yeah, that'll be fun. And then, uh, uh, Andy, what is your guess? Oh, no, we just did that. We did that already. We're, yeah, we're moving on to... Yeah, we're on the next we're one. Good. I will say, a movie that didn't come up 
in this question that I both considered picking and when I thought I was supposed to be guessing Andy might have guessed for Andy is that I am I feel like the Nickel Boys could be an interesting discussion. Which one is uh, the, that again? So it's directed by Ramel Ross, who did Hill County this morning, this evening, uh, which right. I don't know ba- if any of us saw. Based on a Colson an, Whitehead novel that I purchased. Yeah, right. yes, that's that's that I purchased. Right. Colson yes. Whitehead novel. This is our book year. Right. So uh, not necessarily as a podcast, just us as people individually, <laughs> yeah. but... Look forward to a lot of know. books and special presentations is what I'll say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's one where it's like, yeah, I, I I don't know if anyone else has read The Underground Railroad. I think that book's pretty good. That That's one where conceivably that book could get read. Sure. Um, yeah, do we want to um, move on to the next one? Yeah. Yeah. So this is what movie is... X person the most excited to see out of all of us. And um, tell me now who I was supposed to be guessing you had for this Andy. one. I had Andy. Yes. Okay. I can um, figure it out. Yeah. So then we'll, me and Amelia will go first. And I'll say that the, sort of doing the math, I think Andy's mentioned this when we were talking about that these were all sort of based on the podcast and how it would relate to the movie. Um... This could be something that more than Emilio wants to see, but a movie coming out that I feel like Emilio, more than any of us, <laughs> would be excited to see <laughs> is Ben Affleck's Air Jordan, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Phil Knight movie <laughs> with Matt Damon. <laughs> um, I didn't know that was about Phil Knight. Yeah. It, well, Damon's playing Phil Knight. <laughs> no, uh, Affleck is playing Phil Knight. Affleck playing Phil Damon right, is playing Sonny right. Vaccaro, who is like the agent right. who signed Jordan to his. Jordan. To his yes. He's playing Travis Knight. Yeah, some little kid playing with toys. He's like making a movie or something. Yeah. Famously, this is a movie about Michael Jordan where Michael Jordan will not appear. Yeah. feel like they're trying to sign him. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and then what is your guess for me, Emilio? My guess for Colin, this was interesting. I think there's just like a lot of people where I'm like, I think Colin is a this guy guy, but I don't really remember. But even beyond that, I'm like, this seems like that sort of thing Colin could get on board with. So I was like, Ridley Scott's Napoleon. Mm-hmm. That feels like a thing that Colin could get behind, like, be I don't know, being into Napoleon, Joaquin Phoenix, Ridley Scott, doing his Ridley Scott <laughs> into <stuff>. Napoleon. <laughs> um, it, it seems like the kind of thing that Colin could be like, oh yeah, buddy, Napoleon. I mean, a great guess. Yeah. And in another world <laughs> where this movie that I had not heard of <laughs> until I was looking at the list yesterday didn't exist, could have been the <laughs> correct answer. But I went with David Michaud's Wizards, which is a stoner comedy with Franz Rogowski and Pete Davidson. Who on the podcast is more excited than me to talk about that? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I thought about that one for you, but I was like, nobody's a David Michaud fan. I like... uh, (laughs) Oh, wait, who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of a different guy. Uh, Who directed um, the one with Russell Crowe and... uh, George McKay. Uh, oh, no, that's uh, the true Justin. Kur- yeah, that's Justin, Justin Kurtzel. Kurtzel. Well, yeah, still. Justin Kurtzel has fans. David Michel. Well, you yeah, Colin liked uh, the um, the the Chris Pine one. 
That's the David Michaud no. movie. Was it not? No, right? Oh, Outlaw King. Outlaw King. Yes. yes. No, I do. No, Out- Out- David Out- Michaud corrected the King. The King. Outlaw King right. is Tom Mendes, whatever the Hell or High Water guy. David McKenzie. Yeah. Yes, David McKenzie. Yeah. Different yeah. Excuse me. David Michaud is War Machine, which I haven't seen, but is famously Animal on my King. list of movies First that Animal I think Kingdom. Would be good. Yeah, like the movie Animal Kingdom. I don't know if anybody here has watched that. Yes, That's yes. also Michaud. Not very but good. But still. It's the rover. Less about David Michaud and more about also not very Franz good. stoner Davis, comedy. Yeah. Franz Rogowski, Pete yeah, Davidson. I mean, it's a good like... logline. I thought about it like when we were doing. We were initially we're gonna do actors, just like actors mm-hmm. generally. I was like, I might say Rogowski for Colin because it's like right. Between, Easy, yeah. He's got a lot of stuff coming. I I considered it briefly as a thing Cullen might be out on because you would be like, oh, that cast is so exciting, and David Michaud's gonna fuck it up. <laughs> I guess it's always Michonne neutral and it's a good log one. Yeah. I'm Michonne neutral as long as I keep thinking he's a different guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah you probably thought in this conversation you thought he's three different directors yeah, so far. Yeah. approach to life is paying yeah. Yeah. As for me, keep that movie away from me with a 50-foot pole, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, should I, should I do my answer? Yes, what was your yeah, real answer? Is, uh, I lost the Sharpie, but this is Challengers, Challengers. which is the new uh, uh, sure. Luca Guadagnino tennis movie right, with yes. Zendaya, Mike Face, and Josh Connor. Sure, yeah, I thought about Guadagnino for you, for I'm, sure. Yeah, you're on, you're on Guadagnino now. I'm in because of uh, Bones and All, but I also a tennis fan, like a nice I mean, tennis yeah. movie. Just like... Uh, Drive to right. Survive for Tennis is Out It's a now. comedy, too, right? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a romance. Also, it's gonna be great, I think yeah. it's going to be good. Yeah, I... I'm more open to it having seen Bones and All than I was prior to Bones and All. I I don't know. Yeah. I, but I'm also, even, we'll but, yeah, like, even beyond Guadagnino, just like you told me, like, tennis romance? Just like... With Mike... Yeah. Mike Faye, Zendaya. Mike Faye, uh, Zendaya, Zendaya, and who else? Josh O'Connor. Josh O'Connor, yes. Josh O'Connor. I'm like, that's Who's a, great in Emma. That sounds yeah. good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I feel like that that is certainly the thing that you could peg me, like, I'm more in on... I liked Bones and All more than a lot of people like though i guess that pe- the movie has like fans by the end i feel like there were people out yeah. there yeah sure people like that bone, bone i i think it's fine uh i, saw I scene. am similarly now realizing that i did not know who josh o'connor was because when you said uh pretty good in when you said he's good in emma i think i had been thinking jack o'connell and i now just have absolutely no clue who that is other than he's in a movie that i don't like um, he's also in like um, it was that movie Mothering Sunday. Um, uh, that movie it was like a does. festival. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's yeah, just I like know I'm, I'm not a big Josh O'Connor yeah. fan, but I like I all like right. Faced and I like Zendaya. I'm all right with Zendaya. I like Faced. I also have no clue where I am on Mike Faced. I am like he needs another movie for me to actually see if he has anything. I'm mostly in on tennis. Sure, sure. Who is tennis? Yeah. Great, um, great cinematic sport, I guess. Tennis, I think. And then, That's uh, the thing is, I like many things that are about tennis. I don't think I like tennis, but obviously, you know, a nice there's a green tennis court with the whale. Obviously, uh, it just is a tennis book. What is your guess for Jesse Andy? My guess uh, has come up previously. Uh, it's uh, May December, the Todd Haynes movie. Jesse, I feel like, is the number one Todd Haynes fan around and uh, is probably the one who's, like, just most like, yeah, give that to me. I want to see it right away. Like, where I feel like the rest of us are maybe like, yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, not like, no, no, I don't think any of us are opposed or, like, 
that sounds bad, but like I think Jesse is just like number one on that one. Interesting. Process. Um. Okay. Uh, I will just very be very quick then and say that I will just pick the only musical I'm aware of that's coming out this year, which is The Color Purple, because Andy's always going to sure, be more yeah. excited for a musical than any of the rest of us. Great answer. Yeah, great answer. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so, Jesse, what is your uh, answer? I will, yeah, I'll put my thing up. The Beast, the new Bertrand Badella movie. Sure, right, yeah. Yeah, which I, I didn't even really think about hands here, partially because I maybe you were uh, just all assuming I'm slightly more excited about this movie. I, I was just like, Emilio also likes the most recent Todd Haynes uh, fiction movie more than I do. Uh, more than so I would not have... Well, more than anyone, yes, sure. but well, I would not have thought of it in this category. Uh, whereas Benello is just like, he made my favorite movie that came out in 2022, sure. which no one else has seen. Yeah, came uh, out doing like a lot of heavy lifting there. <laughs> that premiered yeah. in 2022. Uh, I feel like, I guess we meant several of us saw Zombie Child, which is not as good. I, I assume someone's seen Nocturama other than me. Nocturama's great. Yeah, right? I, great. I, I adore Nocturama. Yeah, Nocturama. That's like one of the I great am just like, like, Yeah, he is just like on... Uh, yeah, Nakarama, I agree. It's like, that's really great. And Coma is even better for me, which like kind of does just like put him at like, this is a movie that I like would, it was also on that long list for just like, what am I most excited for that I didn't say then? Yeah. Uh, which makes it way higher yes, than it is on any of this your lists, I'm sure. Jesse, but th- these are the, fi- when I had to guess you're most excited, I had these five moves written down. Untitled Pavement Film, Janet Planet, The Beast, May December, Killers of the Flower Moon. You got, I didn't have Killers of the Flower Moon, but the others, th- my list was the other four, one, two, three, four, plus, maybe I'm missing, and then the other one, which I, Considered both for most excited and most dreading, just because I will definitely see it. There's a small chance it's good, but I think it's much more likely that it's bad. Is uh, Robert Zemeckis's new film here, based on the wonderful graphic novel uh, that co-stars, uh, which is just there is there was like a short comic version of it uh, that had been published much earlier. That there is a film adaptation of that, and if you look at that film adaptation, it is like that is what the movie should look like. And if there's anyone who will do it, it's Zemeckis, but I kind of doubt that's actually the thing that yeah. he's picking I up mean, on. That's I like think a it's movie just like, like a bunch of motion capture. That's like a, Tom Hanks playing fifty characters. Yeah, that's a movie like if like if he nails, then it's gonna win the Palme d'Or. That's just like <laughs> the sort of thing that comic is, but it's yes. Yeah. And then what was your real answer? Uh, the most excited Andy, out of all yeah. of us to see Andy. My answer referenced earlier, uh, Bo is afraid. Uh, sure, I was like, well, sure. this falls into the category of like, the other folks are skeptical. Uh, you know, uh, it's that, that. Yeah, I guess I don't. Yeah. That cast. I guess I just didn't have a huge pulse on uh, where. Uh, Andy is uh, where Cullen and Emilio are on that movie and on Aster in general. I like what's the first one called? Hereditary. 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 Never saw Midsommar. 
Oh, I, yeah, because it never came out. I remember that. I really liked Hereditary when I saw it. And uh, Midsummer, I liked the director's cut a lot. And, uh, or a lot more than I liked the theatrical cut, which I had issues it's, with. Uh, I still have never seen the director's cut. I gotta watch that. Set aside a few hours. It's, what it's, if it turns you on him? I don't think it would. That would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Andy's feet are too hard in the sand already. <laughs> I mean, it's just midsummer, but more. Yeah, right? you got like, scared like... when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like it would be crazy if he like completely like changed the movie. Like I feel like it's just, like I've heard it's like it's just deeper. It's just like, more. It's, yeah, it's just more. Yeah, you just get more. Yeah. Which helps to give those people more to be. Um, sure. But, uh, oh, I can share. I can oh, wait, by the way, they go back to something that happened like two questions ago, but I forgot to respond. Uh, I'm like, I'm like maybe the opposite end on that Alexander Payne movie. I'm like, that might be good. Or maybe I'm sure. excited for that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I literally had no idea. Like, it was like, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And then, uh, for the last one, the original parents. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, do you well, want to go? I can. I can start here. Sure. So it's Jesse and Emilio. I'm, this is the one that I got right out of these three <laughs> questions. What movie? Is that I was guessing for Emilio. <laughs> this is, uh, what is the thing that you are least excited for out of all of us? And I guess I am also uh, contradicting Andy here because I was like looking through the list and I was like, who does Emilio not like? And then I remembered that a movie that we talked about that three of us like that Emilio does not like is The Nest. And so I am guessing The Iron Claw That's really funny. Here. That's really funny. <laughs> sure, sure. So my guess for Jesse, we've had a lot of conversation that has now, like, has me fumbling to find a new answer for this. because of- <laughs> I'm going to say is Air Jordan because okay. it is a Matt Damon starring picture and I know Jesse does not is not a Matt Damon fan. That's true. I'm not a huge Matt Damon fan, that's right. Except for specific situations. But... I will say with All your right. thought process uh... I thought you had gotten mine right, Jesse. But, uh, wow. What is yours, Amelia? Well, he's writing it down. Dune mm. Part 2. Really? Interesting. Less excited so, than Jesse for Dune Part 2? I, right, this is, I almost, I almost wrote this for this question. That is, that is what I feel like Amelia likes Dune more than I do. I guess maybe because I, before the podcast, I was trying to be like, I guess I don't remember what Jesse thought of Dune, but I, I don't. I like think it. I have slowly turned on the first Dune. Interesting. As the years have gone by, I don't really like it that much, and I'm not really excited for the second half. Now, I think there's a lot of stuff in it that is exciting. Like I'm excited to see. Pew and uh, old Elvis, Elvis. And himself in yeah. Leia Seydoux in it. We didn't mention that she's um, in the Tim Blake Nelson recently cast. 
So there's stuff in Tim it. Blake Nelson's fun. But I, I don't heard know. someone I, saying that based on what characters are left to be cast, they think that Tim Blake Nelson and Leia Seydoux are playing a couple. That is that's something. Those scenes will be fun if that's the case. But that's the, but the yeah, thing is I that like there's really a lot of fun to... casting in the first one, and then nothing is fun in that movie. That yeah, that's very true. Very true. Very false. Uh, that is. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, so I. I think I liked it less when I first saw it and then also have turned on it further. Uh, but I... Mission Impossible, whatever. That <laughs> is what Jesse Ray Of course, Colin, Dead I, Reckoning Part 2. Yeah. Opposite, when uh, Emilio said, uh, I'm changing my answer, I was like, oh, you shouldn't have because Colin guessed this earlier. Uh, Colin no. getting very close with both of his guesses for me. But yeah, this is the one where I'm just like, I assume you all are some level of excited for this, if not very excited for it. And I am just like, this movie will not register for me at all. I will not see it or think about it. Uh, much like Top Gun Maverick this I'm year. I'm just of, like, I don't I'm sort of care what middle Tom ground Cruise on it is and that I'm like, I mix. I will go to the theater and I think it will be a good movie that I had fun watching in the theater and then I do not want to have any conversation about it afterwards, I don't think. Sure. Uh, but the thing I had for you originally before we had the entire this podcast discussion was Bo is Afraid. I was like going to be like... Sure. That was a very reasonable guess there. But yeah, I've... I've inch to- I still think there's a good chance that I see it and I'm just like, oh, it's actually annoying. But I certainly watched the trailer and was like, I can see how this would be fun. Like, it looks a lot, it's like, it looks like a, like a midpoint, but, uh, in terms of, like, the plot is closer to Synecdoche, New York, but the actual movie looks more like I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. it just looks, it just probably, kind of like, looks like a There's Kaufman. a good chance that him trying to do Kaufman is just annoying to me, but maybe he gets it right now. And like, you know great cast uh super fun in all directions even though i also am like he could certainly pull the worst out of phoenix but maybe not maybe opposite maybe yeah the fun phoenix performance all right but yeah like i oh sorry no uh oh and also like i guess the like weird thing in here is like i still am just like for both of the like dr- negative questions, I am still just like I don't know what's going on with Barbie. Sure. Uh, um. Well, Andy, what movie do you think I am the least excited out of all of us to right. see? Well, so the approach I took to this question sounds like it was a little different. Where I was like, well, he's probably still excited. He's just lowest on the totem pole as far as like excitement mm-hmm. level. For that is us. how I did my answer. Okay. So, great. Uh, so okay. I said uh, Janet Planet. Because as uh, previously fo- mentioned, like the three, uh, the sure. other three of us would do Annie Baker play readings together, and Cullen wanted no part of uh, reading a play script out loud, um, and so he's just not as familiar with her work as the rest of us. So that would just make him the mm-hmm. least excited out of all of us to see what that movie is. And then my guess for Andy is sort of similar to Emilio's guess, and I'm not changing mine, but uh, similar to Emilio's <laughs> guess for least anticipated, um, or, or most dreading, excuse me, uh, just because I know you will be watching it, and the rest of us are excited all to see Knock at the Cabin. Sure. Um, and I know that you, of all of us, are the least excited. Sure. But, That's yeah. a great answer for me. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll say that yours is also yeah. a good answer for me, but I, I'm so out that I like didn't register it as something to not be excited <laughs> right, for. Because sure. I was like, it could be something. I have no idea what to expect. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I did go for something that I am just based on how everyone else feels. We've talked about it a bunch. I do think that I am the least excited for May, December. Sure. <laughs> which could be good, obviously. I like Haynes well enough. Um, but... Uh, I, I just know that Jesse, Emilio, and then you yeah. are sort of the wild card, Andy, but it's just big mm-hmm. actresses, you know, right, yeah, in yeah, a movie. Yeah. So uh, I feel like your excitement sure. there would be locked in. Yeah. And to be clear on that movie, I do think there is a very good chance that that movie is extremely great. Sure. Uh, I just think there is maybe more of a chance than usual with hands that it is not as good. And my answer is... I don't know how in I am on Portman, but we can have this discussion at another time. Sure. Julianne Moore is also in a weird place in her career. Julianne Moore is last to give a good performance. Yeah. Julianne Moore, at least I can be like, I've seen her give great performances in a Todd Hayden movie. I know what can happen. Right. Yes. Um, But there is a little of like, that has to come back. Uh, my answer, as far as, like, yeah, I'm probably just the least excited out of all of us to see us, is uh, Priscilla. Um, uh, sure. Coppola, just because, like, I, I, have had, I have had very positive Sofia Coppola reactions. I've had, had pretty negative ones. I don't know what mode this is going to be. I didn't like Elvis, so, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just out on the whole Elvis clan uh, as, a, as, a, as a storytelling <laughs> focus uh, center. Um, so, so yeah, that was, that was my thought of like, well, I'll see it. And like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get like pumped for it. Yeah, I'm, I, that, that's another one that I like, don't kind of don't know where I am on. Cause I am like, I will give Coppola the benefit of the doubt. Cause I was out on the beguiled, <laughs> but everything before that is great. And I am much more in on right. the I wasn't super than in I am on the beguiled. I beguiled a lot more than that. You know, it's not, Lordy it's means not nothing as to me, good like... as, <laughs> as her you behavior. have to watch all three kids. Like, I, don't barely, I don't know who those actors are. I don't give a shit about Elvis. Like, the stuff from... Some of the stuff from uh, the Baz Luhrmann movie does still apply. Uh, but it is Coppola, so yes, I think I am probably more just like, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt that there's something going on there. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see uh, Iron Claw. Um, yeah, I get that. This is one that came up a lot. Yeah, uh, I, I do love The Nest. Iron Claw, um, it's like, I think that was a valid answer on something that I might be least excited for. But I don't know. Less excited than the rest yeah, of I might, us, at least. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come into that one with like an open mind and an open heart. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it the full shot. Yeah, that'll be, unless, I mean, I might if it if it's at like Tiff or somewhere, I might see it there. But that'll be a great go see a movie with my dad because mm-hmm. uh, he knows that whole story and uh, has been excited for it since it got announced. Uh, How do you live? Is uh, another one. Obviously, I'm very excited for. Uh, yep. Love Miyazaki. I'm excited for Miyazaki. So that one is it's like one that I'm like, I can't say I'm the most excited for. Like even though that was that just an answer for me because I'm like, it's like almost worrying where when it's a guy like that where it's like this might this is gonna be like his last statement, 
Mm-hmm. It's going to be his final movie, basically, mm-hmm. probably, because he's sure. very old and he takes very long to make movies. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, there is a part, that part, like, in the back of your mind where it's like, I don't, th- he's never made a bad movie, I don't think. But what if he goes out on the bottom? Like, what if he just, like, fucks it here? Uh-huh. I do not think that will be the case, but <laughs> the possibility is worrying to me. Um, yeah. Eureka, the Lissandro Alonso, just because it's sort of inspiration to get into his work. Right, um, yeah. There's a few people in there who I'm like, I have not, this person has not made a movie since I started, like, trying to see a lot of international cinema, and I'm curious to get into them. Like, Alonzo is one, uh, Catherine Brayot sure, yeah, that's uh, exciting one. one. I've never, and I know you like some of her movies, mm-hmm. Helen. Um, Charismaki a bit, he's put out movies, but it's like, I haven't yeah, really I've seen, I've seen one of his, and it's solid. Um... um my almost my answer for like thing I make that discuss with the podcast and the just like I'm not familiar with this person and I think you all are and I would like like to get in and see what it is is the bike riders Jeff Nichols I've never seen a Jeff Nichols movie sure. oh, oh sure yeah because there was a chance that that, that movie fell victim to my policy of uh, Austin Butler is too ugly to be in a movie so I won't go see any of them but then I saw him on the red carpet for the Golden Globes and he's not ugly anymore so. If yeah. that, you know, I'll have to look at the trailer and see if that development was before or after he shot the bike riders, but we'll see. Um, but, you know, top- the new Wiseman that uh, takes place in a restaurant. Certainly. Yeah, that one, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Restaurant is a cool thing for him yeah, to do. Yeah, that one was like, I have um, famously been like, not out on Wiseman, but I've been a little like, sure on Wiseman. But like, a restaurant is a good place for like that sort of just like, I'm going to put a camera down yeah. to see how this is all going on. Type um, Andy mentioned Barbie. That's or uh, Jesse did. Yeah. Uh, rather, that's one that is yeah. also sort of like cautiously optimistic. I know I'm more into Gerwig as a director than Jesse is. Um, yeah, I'm like fully on the train for that one. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. When I was looking at just like what does Andy like, I was like, oh yeah, Lady Bird was your favorite movie of the 2010s. Um, what? Um, also the new Steve. And McQueen. so I like similarly with performance. I was like, is there a Barbie performance? I, would, uh, but I feel like you're not did, in enough. This might on be a weird thing, but I was like weirdly like sort of worried about Barbie, and then watching White Noise, I was like, no, Barbie's gonna be good. Sure. That's yeah, I can see how that would yeah. happen. Um, Nickel Boy, the, we mentioned Nickel be... Boy. I'm very excited for Nickel Boys. I want to read that book, and I think it's exciting. This is maybe a crazy thing to say. I would be much more excited for Barbie if everything about it was the same, except also Greta Gerwig was playing Barbie. Sure. Um... Not that I even dislike Margot Robbie in any way, but if she was like, "Ooh, I have a take on this as an actor." Then I'd be like, great, I want to see that. Um, there, yeah, there's stuff like uh, uh, the new the Hall of Center, Emmanuel. Yeah, the new Hall of Center obviously will be something to watch. Um, uh, both West is I'm very excited to watch. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's one yeah. that I yeah. almost thought about for least excited just because I was sort of cold on. Um, or colder right. on French Dispatch and everyone else, but I've also had my own personal West <laughs> Renaissance recently <laughs> and got into a lot of uh, his movies and am just excited for whatever he's going to do. Um, obviously, Dune Part 2 is going to be sick as hell. hell yeah. um, a new Rado Jude will be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Th- that new was Hans. a movie that I kind of on, uh, on the Dune yeah, Part 2 front, be. I did. Um, um, I saw, I was watching 
uh, a Stephen McKinley Henderson interview with like a morning show, and he's like, "I was filming Doom Part Two with Austin Butler," and I'm like, "Oh, I thought he died. That's so great That's that he's back. So fun. <laughs> That's so sick. Uh, something that I almost put down, uh, but I was like, this is not on anyone's radar." Uh, the Kevin Costner movie that's going to be four movies. That's really the first one's gonna come yeah, out. for sure. I'm into this. Uh, so, yeah, also, Colin perpetually about Sandra to start Alonso. watching Yellowstone. Actually, <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe this will be the kick that in the was, ass. I think I maybe so would have I... guessed for you, but I, that was a classic. Like, I don't think that it's gonna come out this year for me. He's he's already. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, he shot the first movie, right? The first the first movie is fully shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, but they're just mm-hmm. going to be four movies, so I don't know if he's going to wait until they're all done or if he's just doing his Avatar um, thing. But about and it's like 170 speaking parts is what they highlight in this film stage article, which is just insane. Um, yeah. uh-huh. There's in terms of two more that were uh, I was that I thought about for uh, more excited than anyone else because I am not as excited for any of these movies as. Uh, the Beast, but I do probably think that you all are even less excited for them, are uh, the Bruno Dumont film and the Christy Kuyu film, of course, two favorites of the podcast, directors of Malmkrog and Franz. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both back this year uh, with Bruno Dumont's La Empire, which is a science fiction movie starring uh, Camille Cotin from Call My Agent and Stillwater. Uh, and the girl from Happening, uh, and then the Puyu movie is uh, an exploration of four lost souls amidst the COVID nineteen pandemic, according to the film stage. And I also have two questions looking forward into this year. One, of course, having just talked about Barbie, is is Tracy Letts in Barbie? Uh, we'll be tracking that question throughout yes. the year. I've and tweeted about this several question. times and have not gotten any great <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying this is my beat. <laughs> I'm saying this is something we want an answer to as yeah. a podcast. And then, of course, another one that maybe is more me is uh, last year there was an A24 horror movie that the cast was announced and there was a lot of people who was like, oh, that's interesting. But the most interesting was Connor O'Malley, and that was Bodies, 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 which reportedly he's in for 30 seconds. Yeah, he's so got a very brief that. scene at the end. He yeah. is now, of course, also in Jane Schoenbrunn's new movie, also sure. for A24. So the question is, is he in I Saw the Glow more than he is in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Um, my guess is yes, oh, yeah, is, but uh, is, we'll see. Uh, yeah, it, seems likely. Is Fucking Identical Twins this year? That movie seems interesting. I would think that movie, like, shot... Uh, over the summer, I feel like was I, that was the question. one for A twenty four that I was like really surprised right, was, was not, not in the South by Southwest. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff in this uh, yeah. in this film stage list that are just like movies that I had not heard of until I saw this list that I was like, oh yeah, I'm into this. And one of what I almost was my answer for I'm more excited for than anybody else was. Pablo Lorraine and Ed Lockman making a movie in black and white. Oh, yeah. Give me that shit right now. I'll take that. I am much more open to that than I am to the other Pablo Lorraine oh, movie. Because I do mostly one. like the uh, movies that I've seen him make uh, that are in Spanish. Uh, and obviously Lockman's cool. It is... Uh, apparently the reason why Ed Lockman did not shoot May December is that he broke his hip while shooting El Conde. Uh, uh, but uh, Hans got uh, Christopher Blovelt, who's uh, Kelly Reichert's guy, who also exciting. 
mid nineties, right? Uh, that sounds right. Lots of good uh, movies. And of course, you you people comes out this year. Yeah, <laughs> we're all uh-huh. excited comes for that. Out this week. This yeah, it's out soon. There's a few that are out soon. Infinity Pool. I'm excited to see a bit. Um, Magic Mike Three, obviously. Uh, there's, you know, we'll talk about the New Frontiers section at Sundance. I've already talked about being exciting for that, but I'm excited that, like, that's, like, three feature-length movies by experimental filmmakers, uh, including Deborah Stratman, who I really like. I said it. Uh, 2022, bad year for movies. I was out on movies in 2022. 2023, the movies are back. I'm declaring it now. Okay. The films are back. All right. Um, it, well, I we'll mean, see it just seems like there's good. 2022 being a bad year for movies bears out on the uh, Palm Dollies in a couple weeks. It, it just seems like yeah. there's good stuff coming out, or stuff I'm excited for coming out like throughout the year this year. Like, there is stuff like mm. in the next month that I'm excited for. There's stuff in like April sure. I'm excited for. There's stuff in the summer I'm excited for. There's going to be stuff sure. in the fall. I- yeah, there is like, there's stuff, there's going to be stuff coming out. Yeah, that does still true. Like, yeah, I I am in the knock at the cabin. I will be excited to see the Magic Mike movie, and though I need to catch up on the other two. I yeah, was afraid is at least like this will be go There's to a theater <laughs> and see something interesting. Um, there is like stuff coming out early in the year. That's true. There's also like stuff that uh, it will hopefully be coming out that's very good that I've yeah. seen. Some of which has distribution. Uh, Trinke Laukin has distribution. That movie rules. Coma, yeah. uh, I assume, is just going to like pop up on Mubi at some point or something like that. Um, stuff like uh, Passive like, Fiction, The Humanity Yeah, Passive Fiction's. That's, I said, we, we said that's coming out soon. The Kelly Reichard is presumably coming out soon. I am like, it seems like. A24 has, like, released some piece of information uh, once a week, so I'm hoping that's the thing this week, but let's go. Uh, Are you there, to me, Margaret? Do we have just time for special presentation? Yes, yeah, just came so, out, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, let's wrap up. Special presentations? Yeah. Uh, I can go first. Just a quick one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Starbucks matcha green tea lemonade. <laughs> kind of a game changer. How is it a game changer? Because <laughs> the game of having drinks from Starbucks has been changed by me having this new one for the first time. <laughs> or not new one, new to me. Uh, and it's quite good. Starbucks. Sorry to be a Starbucks chill. <laughs> I mean, I have no problem with Starbucks. Matcha lemonade sounds... It's yeah. Too I mean, but if you don't like matcha anyway, so right. I did yeah, famously spill matcha on myself uh, when we were at New York Film Festival and recommended Emilio get one, and he threw it away because he said it was bad. <laughs> um, whoever can go next. <laughs> uh, I can. I mean, I can go. It's just that uh, I, I Michael Snow passed away uh, at the beginning of the year, and I had seen Wavelength not that long ago and like that that's like the kind of iconic movie that he made and that's really good uh but i checked some more stuff out uh after he passed away uh back and forth corpus colossum and he is like you know people say it about all avant-garde filmmakers is like you have to see it on the print or on whatever format for it, it was made for and like 
there's an extent to which there are things that you're going to miss and like in all those films to varying degrees. But like, I think it is worth just like looking at them and being like, if you get the chance to see it on a print, go do that. But like, they're really incredible. Uh, I love them. I mean, Corpus Colossum, especially like that movie was produced digitally. Uh, I think that's one that maybe like makes the most sense on a computer. Uh, but yeah. Excited about him right now. Andy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, recently, uh, recovered from COVID, and, uh, while I was doing that, you know, I was looking for fairly, like, easy things to watch, uh, uh, was able to do, like, some, like, indie spirits catch-up and whatnot, but also was, like, you know, you you only have so much attention span, and I rewatched uh, A Few Good Men, which uh, just rocks and rolls, uh, Rob Reiner's uh, film of Aaron Sorkin's play, um, with uh, Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson and Kevin Bacon and Demi Moore and all the people. It's it's so great. It just trucks right along. It's two hours and o- over two, over two and a half hours. Feels like a breeze. Uh, every scene is a delight. Uh, it's yeah. It's just wonderful. Uh, go watch that if you're feeling uh, under the weather. It'll it'll heal you. I'm also reading here that uh, next month we're going to have an interview with an anonymous Indie Spirits voter. I don't know who that could be, but get excited for that. Uh-huh. You see it with the Oscars. You've never seen it with Indie That's Spirit. Right. Going to go through I mean, gonna go through this vote person's oh. ballot and hear which ones they don't like because of what their nephew says or whatever. Um... I've been reading books. It's the year of books. People have been saying. The voice has been mm-hmm. speaking out and saying it's the year of books. First book I read this year was Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel, which may have been a thing that somebody else has plugged on an earlier version of this podcast. Maybe. When the show came out, maybe we talked yeah. about it. Uh, I definitely talked maybe. about the show a I read it. Times. Yeah. yeah. I read it before the podcast started. And then didn't like the TV show, so I don't think I brought it up. But uh, it's the book is excellent. The book is great though. Uh, Three hundred yeah. pages went by in a flash. Read it in truly like a day and a half. Uh, so many passages I will never forget. So certain emotions that I don't think I had access before that the book just brought out in me, and I think it's a thing that everybody should read. It's like a pretty easy read, also. Uh, Station Eleven. Go out and read it, people. Yeah. Also uh, relevant to this podcast because the uh, for the be- very beginning of the book takes place in the Elgin Theater, former That's great right. venue. Well, and with that, if you want to follow us, uh, see what everyone's reading. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everyone on Goodreads. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, no, you can't follow me on Goodreads. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a bridge too far. Um, <laughs> but if you want to follow the podcast specifically, we are on Twitter at Can I Kick It on Letterboxd and Instagram at CIKI Pod. Uh, you can email us. I don't know if we get any emails that we solicited for. Yeah, we're looking of, uh, specifically for feedback. feedback. Of like, what do you like about the show? Yes. yes. Uh, if you yeah. listen to the show regularly and you're like, I like a certain thing. Or sure, if there's something that you like that you wish we did more of, please let us know. We will or try and implement do those. That you're like, you should do yes. that. Or that yes. we do and that isn't good. Tell us that too. Any Nicely. Advice, yeah. or, or not advice, any requests or <laughs> yeah, just comments just like on what, what you enjoy yeah. or what, what, what you think about uh, the yeah. podcast. We want to 
reflect yeah, right. what our listeners we want to like. continue to grow in 2023 yeah. and we need your yes. help to do that yeah um and you can do that by emailing us at yeah. can i kick it pod at gmail.com and uh you, you can, can donate also money help us to grow by uh submitting money to our co- our coffee ko-fi.com slash can i c-a-n-n-e-s-i set up a recurring donation maybe this year uh we'll have something new for uh the recurring donors um, i mean listen i believe we said when we initially made it if you want something other than what we're offering sure. feel free to ask that yeah. remains true you, you can, can just always ask for ask. something we um, might say no but you can always ask and then um our theme song is by True Related, who's on Spotify and SoundCloud at True Related. I'm on Twitter and Letterboxd at Clatchley, C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. A-N-D-Y-T-G-E-R-M is in Mary. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm Laugh Alone. I am Laugh Alone altogether. It's my Twitter. I, I Laugh Alone on Letterboxd. J-C-P-G-L-I-C-K-W-E-B-B-E-R. J-C-P Glickweber. And with that, I will release our audience. Bye. 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 Bye.